It's got electricity running through my brain. I got five hours of sleep. It's the most I've ever got in four days. Pick my vehicle up at the ER. What's your vehicle doing at the ER, man? I send an SOS. SOS. Out to the people of my, you know, people that care about me. And then I went to ER because I was having a panic attack and I didn't know what the fuck was going on and I couldn't think straight and I couldn't do anything. Shaking real bad. Heartbeat was going weird. Uh, Couldn't breathe. Couldn't catch my breath. Couldn't remember anything. Couldn't think at all. 20 seconds of silence. Use it as you please. God, grant me the serenity. Tell the feeling like I'm trapped in my damn mind. Tell the feeling like I'm rapping a damn lie. Tell the feeling like my life is a damn game. Nigga really wanna die in the nighttime. Only time I feel pain when I'm feeling love. That's why I said it on my face that I'm damn numb. Only time you got my mind when I'm all alone. That's why I'm never really alone in the nighttime. Change hoes like clothes, I can get attached. Cause these hoes five starters like lit matches. I've been feeling really lost, looking all attachments. So I don't really go outside cause I hate traffic. I don't wanna go outside, get caught in traffic. Tell the feeling like I'm trapped in my damn mind. Tell the feeling like I'm rapping a damn lie. Tell the feeling like my life is a damn game. Nigga really wanna die in the nighttime. Tell the feeling like I'm trapped in my damn mind. Tell the feeling like I'm rapping a damn lie. Tell the feeling like my life is a damn game. Nigga really wanna die in the nighttime. Tell the feeling like I'm trapped in my damn mind. Tell the feeling like I'm rapping a damn lie. Tell the feeling like my life is a damn game. Nigga really wanna die in the nighttime. 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 y'all last week the story is about to get crazy welcome to episode number six of the not off the ground podcast if you've listened to all five episodes that we've posted so far y'all know that i'm worried about my boy he's gone missing in action i haven't seen him face to face in three weeks. It's been three weeks since he sat at this table. I've only had a couple of very brief, what could possibly be described as chaotic telephone conversations with him. Uh. Calls that didn't necessarily make a whole lot of sense. So I'm worried about him. He's gone missing in action. I fucking love the dude. He's my brother. And I don't know what's going to happen with this podcast. I don't know what we're going to do. Will the episodes on my hard drive be the end of NOTG? Will season one come winding down here in four or five weeks as I begin to run out of audio? We started this shit. We were recording like three episodes a week. That's why I have so many. 
on deck. That's why I have so many ready to go because they're all pre-recorded. We recorded all this shit like a month ago. Everything you've heard is like over a month old. So I'm concerned. I fucking love doing this shit. I love talking shit. I love having fun. I love cutting up with people that I care about. Brandon being one of them. There's very few people that I would have gotten into this type of relationship with. That I would have signed up to do a podcast with. And he's fucking one of them. Because I care about him. The story just kind of evolved on its own. We didn't know this was going to happen. So, I'm offering a reward. If anybody can get Brandon back to this table, you're welcome to come with him. I'm offering you a microphone. Sit down, talk to me and him. Describe to me how you got him here. Because I can't get him here. He ain't coming. If it goes well, you never know. Maybe you could step into his shoes if he continues this shit. The last time I talked to him, I told him that I was going to just assume that he was retiring from podcasting. If, if he doesn't get his ass up here, get behind this mic. So they're very well. Could be some shoes to fill. Is your life as crazy as his? You guys have heard the last five episodes. Y'all know how this story has evolved. I mean, if you've listened to all of them, you probably have an idea where it's going. We've hardly scratched the surface. And in today's episode, it fucking takes off. This is the beginning of the downward spiral that was the month of July. (laughs) It's not funny, but I fucking love them. I'm telling you, I fucking love them. Y'all have heard on past episodes. I'm pretty direct with them. Fucking grill them a little bit, but I also hype them up just as much. I also share with him as much wisdom as I can to try to help him out and keep him on track. I try to keep a healthy balance of confrontation and love. And I hope that that message has been conveyed. This show will go on. The question is, is will he be here or not? Hit me up. Let me know. What do you think? Can you get him here? Send him a message. Send him a voicemail. Record it on your phone. Email it to notgpod at gmail.com or text or call the hotline 828-482-5915. Send them your words of encouragement. Send them your advice. Send me your resume. We may have a position that needs to be filled. In the past, there were days when he didn't show up, here and there, but eventually he would come around. In the time that's passed, the space between him not showing up has grown significantly to the point where he hasn't been here. And I don't know, B, if you hear this, I've been trying to get a hold of you to have a legitimate conversation. Number one, I'm worried about you, Shamrock. Number two, the power of the pod needs you. This ain't a fucking me program. 
This is our team, bro. We're doing the thing. Somebody track this man down. On today's episode, Brandon had a run-in with the emergency room. Me and him discussed what happened. I picked him up. He called me one morning. Fuck, I don't know. I stayed up late. Might have been doing this podcast. I don't know what I was doing, but I stayed up late. And I didn't have to work the next day. And I slept in. And I woke up to a couple of missed calls from him. When I finally got back to him, he told me he was in the emergency room. And that he needed a ride home because they wouldn't release him unless somebody picked him up. So I went and picked him up. I recorded a little bit of audio of us talking in the car. I will warn you, it was it's horrible audio. It's fucking loud. There's a lot of background noise. It was hard for me to remove it. Any of the background noise. So it's shitty audio. I'm telling you that right now. There'll come a time in in this episode where the audio sucks. And that's me playing this back for him. But I picked him up from that, from the hospital. I drove him over to the Greenway, little park on the river. We sat by the river for like a couple of hours. He vented. We talked. Then I brought him back to my house. And I let him sleep on my couch for about five hours. He slept on my couch. I woke him up to some dinner and we recorded this podcast that you're going to hear today. At the end of the program, I had to drive him back to his vehicle that was parked at the emergency room. The location of the woman who is discussed in the last two episodes and this one, the location of her employer is right down the street from the hospital. At the end of this podcast, he hasn't been able to get a hold of her. He's been wanting to talk to her, and he's trying to decide what to do. And we talk about how it's probably wise of him to not just show up at her work. How it's probably best for him to just go home and approach her down the road. So I dropped him off at his car. He pulled out in front of me. When he got in front of her employer, I saw his blinker go on. And he turned into the parking lot of her place of employment. And I continued on. So that's how the story goes. That was a little bit of a spoiler for what you heard at the end. Because I can't remember if we talked about it after this episode or if we just moved along with the story. That's just a little inside information. Thank you guys for tuning in to Not Off the Ground. More people are listening than I expected to. Remember, we don't promote. We have zero social media. We do not have a website. It's practically impossible to find us. Unless Brandon invited you or you were just searching your podcast app and you stumbled across this. And for some reason, you decided to click play. That's the only way you're going to find us. Underground fucking radio. I ain't trying to self-promote. I don't need to tell nobody to listen. I don't like people telling me what I should listen to. 
think there's something fucking magical and finding shit that you enjoy on your own, like some buried fucking treasure. My favorite podcasts are the ones that I just discover that people don't tell me, Hey, listen to me, blah, blah, blah. Y'all know the drill. So thank you to the select few who have been tuning in each week. It's a ton of fun doing this. Mm, I love B. He's my homeboy. No matter how this story ends, he's my homeboy. And I appreciate you guys. So let's do this thing. Episode number six. Do you think I'm crazy? Welcome to the podcast that never got off of the ground because the executive producer overdosed on Chinese medicine and had to be picked up from the emergency room podcast. <laughs> what? It's always some kind of crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> we should just call it the chaos of Brandon's life. Yeah. Why don't we just call it that? Okay. You awake, man? You all right? What's going on with you, buddy? I don't know, man. Can't think, can't can't sleep, can't eat. Last time we sat at this table, you're all excited. You were venturing out to try your moderation technique. You had a lady by your side. Life was looking good. Life was good. I was in heaven, man, for a minute. At what point did the wheels come off? I woke up next to that woman and I got up and she had a different vibe with about her. And she didn't talk to me much the rest of the day and pissed me off, made me feel unwanted. And then uh, she went went back to bed, didn't want me to cuddle with her. So I said, fuck it, went to the bar, drank me some shots, went back there, talked to the shaman. I don't know if her and the shaman are shacked up together or what, but I don't care anymore. I don't care anymore. But Yeah, you do. I do fucking care, but. You know, I can't care anymore. The more we talk, the more we, the deeper we go, the clearer it becomes. That I don't know if alcohol and drugs are the problem. No, but this chick has got me hooked. And I <laughs> fucking love her. And I don't know what to fucking do. And if it, I have relapsed on everything that I was supposed to not fucking do... <laughs> At the Do beginning I, of this, at the beginning of last week's episode, I had it all figured out. <laughs> Do we need to play some, play you the tape of you talk, saying what you were going to do? Hang on. Um, and I don't think I have it figured out anymore. And I don't fucking like that. Go ahead and play the tape. <laughs> I don't have the tape. I don't have it. I don't have it. I don't have that tape. I don't have that tape today. But you know. I know. What? So I fucking lost my nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to work today feeling, well, I well, first got to backtrack. I went over there a little bit drunk and talked to the shaman. And he gave me some, some medicine. Okay. Some sassafras. Last night or? Last night. I took that shit and it was good. I mean, it it, <laughs> it was like a little bit... Of a hallucinogenic, a little bit of a chill pill, you know, like and everything. And then I went 
got in the hammock and I don't know, I was seeing all kinds of shit for a second, you know. And then I went to, got up the next morning, drank some coffee with him, took some more of the stuff, and then I was feeling fucking froggy, dude. And then went to work, feeling good, doing everything I should. I was actually doing better than yesterday. And I went back in the back room to try and uh, do some practice on my abbreviations and pricing. And if I got a fucking light switch, I fucking lost my shit. <laughs> 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 you lost your shit yeah dude i fucking like all of a sudden it was like a like a vietnam flashback or something man i fucking was like oh fuck like what what the fuck and then like i couldn't work couldn't remember nothing couldn't concentrate couldn't do nothing uh i was nervous and shit and fucking I uh, just couldn't breathe, you know, it was shaky. And uh, I told the my manager, I was like, bro, I need to go outside and take a break. I think I'm having a panic attack. He's like, yeah, I understand. I go out there and I'm trying to find somebody to talk to on the phone. Couldn't get fucking nobody answer. Uh, yeah, I called Meridian and they didn't answer and they didn't even get like a crisis number for, you know, for anybody to call. Had to call the doctors. My doctors and they... I think they uh, found somebody that they, that could give me a call and stuff. And it was a therapist. And I talked to him and was crying and fucking all kinds of shit, man, and everything. Talking about my, you know, just about like me quitting all the all the all the drugs and substance abuse and got a new girlfriend, got a new job, got a new everything, and it's just all fucking. The fucking wheels came off, son. Yeah. You gotta do like a wreck, like a car crash. Car crash. I was trying to get a cuckoo clock. All yeah. right, let's. Uh, I guess we'll. Uh, fuck, I don't even know where to start, man. Let's start back to the house. I was feeling a little bit better after talking to the therapist, and I fucking start. I lost my shit again on the way home, having a panic attack, and then I just I called him back and he told him what was going on and told him I was feeling sick and I might, you know, he was afraid I'd have a seizure and stuff. He's like. You we'll told just, him that you took the Chinese medicine? No, I hadn't told him. I didn't you didn't tell, tell the therapist that? No. And he said, you need to go to the ER. And I was like, okay. So I went there and told them about the sassafras and told them about me not eating, sleeping, drinking. Is it the woman or the dope that got you? The woman or the substances? I think, I think both, maybe. Both? Combination of both. De- I'm detoxing from her and the dope. You think you're detoxing from her and the dope? You were you had only left her house a couple hours. Yeah, but she wasn't she wasn't awake this morning when I left out. I've been trying to get some closure by talking to her. I was supposed to yesterday before I left, and she just fucking said. You were supposed to talk to her yesterday, so yeah. you had all this going churning in your head, like you were gonna have a conversation with her. Yeah, I was gonna have one, and then. Uh, She's like, I'll walk you to your truck in, in a minute. And I was like, okay. And then all of a sudden she just gets up and is like, I'm going into bed. Going to bed. I was like, okay, what the fuck? You know, th- oh, there goes that shit. I didn't get to fucking talk to you. Me too. Oh, good. We're gonna get hot. Got 
The root of all problems, son. The root of all your problems. The ladies, son. The ladies, the ladies, the ladies. Why you think? Uh, it's just this lady. Just this lady. Yeah. <laughs> a week ago was a different one. Yeah, I was handling that one a lot better though. I know. Why? Why? What's changed? What's different? I didn't care about that one as much as I did this one. Well, I, you've been I actually a- fucking hung out with this one all the time. Yeah. The other one I didn't even get to see anyways. And it wasn't even like a real relationship. Anyways, this is a real relationship. It is? It's I don't a- like it, man. I don't like it one bit. You don't like the real relationship one bit? The way that, the way that things are starting to, to develop, you know? Yeah. I want it to be fucking a different way. Like a- After our cuddle and everything, we could... Like talk like we usually do, hang out like we usually do, and start you know keep on growing together. And I feel like some, something's happened with her, and, and something in between me and her, or something. It's like something I don't know about what it is. I don't know what it is. What happened to yeah. the take it slow model? Well, <laughs> you two that? sat down at this table and told me that you were best friends. Now you're gonna take it slow and be friends and yippee yo and. All that stuff. Yeah, well, the, there was a there was a spark in the you know it's, it, something caught fire, man. Something caught fire. Yeah, and then when when that happened, like we just, I was like, okay, I'll I'll put a little gasoline on this fire. <laughs> and then, you're good at that. Yeah, and then we kept going and going, and then it's like all of a sudden the fire just fucking went out. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm still pouring gasoline on it. I'm like, hey. Yeah. What the fuck? I'm gonna keep going. What's where's the fire? Yeah. There's no more fucking fire. But it's like using that dry wood that we were using at the campsite. That shit burned up fast and you ain't got nothing. No, You don't have any slow roasters on that fire, son. Yeah, so. You pour all the gasoline on you want, all it's going to do is flame up unless you got a roaster on that bitch. Huh? You told me you weren't going to go swimming without a lifeguard. Except for you. Well, this time I, I went up to the lifeguard and told him, hey, man, take a break. Yeah, you sent his ass on break, and then you cut your limbs off, all four of them, and then you rolled your ass out in the water, thought you could swim <laughs> huh? with no limbs. How how did I do that? Uh, here we are. <laughs> yeah, here we are. Well, I, her kissing me at the fountain mm-hmm. was me getting my legs cut off. 
And yeah. then I was like, hey, buddy, take a break. So she, she initiated, well, yeah, she, she initiated, initiated it, it. But that's okay. That's an opportunity. That's an opportunity. I was keeping my shit together. For, for, you, to, for you to apply the things that you've been learning. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it ain't, it's not easy. Why you think I took the abstinence model? Why you think motherfucker ain't on the market, son? Huh? Because yeah. it ain't easy. I don't think I can take her not being with me. I can't take it. What are you saying? I don't. That that's this is the only person I've ever loved this much, dude. It's been a week, bro. I don't care. Yeah. What? What are your What are your options? What can you do? Only thing I can do is not focus on it. Say it with some confidence, huh? You can get. You can still. I'm not saying that the shit's over. I'm not saying that shit's over at all. But I'm saying if you continue in the same direction that you're going, there's a possibility that it is or will be. But you you can still salvage things. You can still pull the nose up. What what did I do wrong? I don't know because I wasn't involved in it. I wasn't there. I have, and I don't know what's going through her head. I could not tell you. And I don't think you do you do either. No, that's what fucking scares the shit out of me. Because y'all haven't talked about it, you know? Yeah, I know. I want to. But so like I guess what I'm saying is like there's no need to like jump to uh jump to extremes, jump to conclusions. We we're driving around today, you're talking about all these what ifs and stuff like that, and uh that ain't the way to live. No. You wanna be with this chick? Yeah. You want the shit to work? Yes. Would you say there's a mirror right above this table? Can you look yourself in the mirror and tell tell yourself that you're in a place to be in a healthy relationship? All those people that gave us advice last week talking about you need to love yourself and care for yourself and put yourself, not put other people's needs ahead of your own needs and all that shit. When I picked you up from the hospital today, you told me you haven't eaten in days, you haven't slept in days, you've been doing all kind doing all kinds of other things that aren't beneficial to your own to your own well being. So how can you be a partner to this person that you tell me that you love if you're not taking care of yourself? How can you be there for her if you can't be there for yourself? It's all the, it's all the same shit. I don't know. I thought I was. I, I guess I'm not. I'm asking, are you? Yeah. You are? You're capable of doing it? Yeah. Okay. I just, uh, you know, I got tripped up. Today? Yeah. yeah. I just had to figure out how to keep, like, pick my feet up when I walk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess. Just because things moved in a direction that was a little bit faster than you originally anticipated, just because you both you both cop some feelings for each other, doesn't mean that you can't still not get into this attachment phase of the relationship. You can still do that, right? Just because you went into it being friends feeling sparked you can still do the things that you set out to do <laughs> you don't want to hear this shit oh like i mean I, I like i mean you're giving me some advice good advice i just don't like the situation yeah it's a difficult place to be in yeah how was today today's been a rough day yeah objectively look from the outside looking in whatever happened in the last 24 hours friend to friend like that's a fucking red flag you know what i'm saying what, what do you mean all the shit that happened today 
A red flag. Yeah, a warning, a big fucking warning. To her? Yeah, just the whole situation. Well, I didn't, I couldn't control it. I know. Co-host of the program. He's at the emergency room. Here we go. It appears he may have overdosed (laughs) on sassafras. (laughs) What the fuck is sassafras? Whatever the fuck that is. (laughs) So, we're going to go and see. See his truck pulling in right now. We're going to go and see what he's up to. Was she recording while I was in the car? I need to give him a call. Where's he at? Where is he at? Here comes the lone wolf. I'll be bringing that Rona in my car, man. Huh? No, it's not a Rona. Oh, this, I was like, this is not a Rona. No, you got the Rona from the hospital. You had a you had a ginger ale in your car in your hand, and I was telling you not to bring the Rona in. Yeah. And you're like, "This ain't a Corona; it's a ginger ale." From the hospital. <laughs> Why are you walking all slow and stuff? Like something drunk. I'm sedated, man. You're sedated. Yeah, I might, I actually am gonna go get some stuff. To... Gonna go get what? I don't remember. Do you remember this conversation? A little bit. Can you hold on? I'm, You're going to, I'm, I'm going to get some hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer? <laughs> yeah, I got some right here, man. I don't know if I can open this door. You got the strength to open the door? Uh, a little bit. Uh, a little bit sedated? Yeah. <laughs> Disney, Disney. Where are you going, sir? Disney. What are you talking about? I was trying to say dizzy. <laughs> oh, dizzy. <laughs> you a little dizzy? Where you going, honey? Do you remember that chick walking by? Couldn't see her. Going to work, baby? I see her. Yeah. I didn't get to see her. I kept moving around. You kept, I, what? I, I, I couldn't see her. Every time I tried to look at her and she losing around. Losing <laughs> around. The time I didn't get to see her, like stopped my head jump. Stop! Like doing this, she already went in. You fucking that sassafras, man. Shaman, you overdosed on sassafras. Something like that. Motherfucker got me. (laughs) Oh, you gave me the sassafras. They didn't calm me down. Why did you need to be calmed down to begin with? From work. Did I not tell you what happened at work yesterday? No, it was yesterday. Today's a new day, man. Ain't it? Yeah. Was it the work? Not all of it. That got you worked up? Not all of it. When you woke up this morning and you left to go to work, were you like feeling some fear about what happened yesterday at work? I had some some fear about how the way my chick was treating me and I was still a little bit pissed about work. And then I needed to talk to her about it. She wouldn't talk to me. Talk to her about what? About how I felt at work. How, I, uh, how the whole thing made she, me feel. You got home from work last night and you wanted to process through a little bit of what happened because she's the closest connected to that place so she should be able to relate to your experience. 
Yeah. You wanted her to hear you out. Yeah. But she didn't give you the opportunity last night. No. Thought we had, I thought we were going to cuddle and watch TV and talk. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen. What happened? As soon as she woke up, she got up and went outside. Left you in the she bed? Left, she, t- she turned the TV on. But then she fucking got up and left. I sat there and watched TV for like 10 minutes. I was like, well, she's not coming fuck back. So I got up and went out there, and there's, she was sitting at, at the fire next to the shaman, probably talking about how they're going to overdose me on sassafras. <laughs> like, what's up? Was it, a, was it a conspiracy to take you down? Something, something's going on. Something's man. fishy around here, Something huh? What the fuck going on here? Something's fishy. It didn't affect me much, as much yesterday, but today it messed me up. But I don't know. I don't think that was it. But all of that was. Dissolved. I think you overdosed on sassafras. I think that and plus, I haven't been sleeping a whole lot, a whole lot, and I haven't been drinking water a lot, eating, and uh, I haven't. Taking care of myself for the past few days. You haven't been taking care of yourself? No. What have you been doing? I don't know. Like, the day before yesterday, I drank a shit ton of alcohol at home alley. I mean, I was with Paulie. You told me you had two drinks. Yeah, I had more than two. Damn, man. So you're lying to me? Well, I told you. <laughs> you told me you had a couple. I told you. Kind of sounds like last time. <laughs> it was. It's fucking um, deja vu, son. He told me you had a couple, but apparently you were on a bender. The O'Malley's, the ghost of O'Malley snuck up on you. You know why? Why? Because I was waiting on Kayla to go to work. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I told, said it on here or said it upstairs when we were all three talking the other day, but I will always, 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 always be able to come up with an excuse to drink. I don't give a fuck. There's always somebody's birthday. There's a fucking party. It's a fucking holiday. It does, there's always an excuse. I will, I'm going to the lake. I'm going out on the boat. I'm going fishing. My girl's mad at me. My girl's happy with me. Let's celebrate. Oh, we had a big sale at work today. We had a great day. We had a bad day. Even when I talk to you later on that win night. Win or lose your booze. You said you only had a couple. Here's your drink. Win or lose? Win or lose your booze. <laughs> drink, man. I thought I told you I'd have that No, man. Get that medicine. Get that, that hitter. Sa- you had that sassafras overdose, man. <laughs> What's wrong? Now you're sedated? Yeah. What are you stressed about, man? Work. Work. Work and the girlfriend and... Girlfriend? And podcast. You're stressed about those things? Those are things are, you told me were going to make you feel better. It don't make me feel better. It makes me worse. <laughs> makes you worse? Yeah, now I got all, all this stuff to be worried about. If you spend our time worrying about your girlfriend, then you ain't gonna have any time to enjoy her. <sighs> Yesterday she gave me a different vibe. She was like this. What? She was like this when I was talking to her yesterday. Well, out of it? Yeah, like if she had taken it out of it. <laughs>
Ativan. She took an Ativan? I don't know. But she claims on that it's been because she has work. She's been working for me a lot. Not been sleeping a lot because me and her, you know, been hanging out, not sleeping. You know, like we should be. Mm -hmm. We brought each other down on the sleep deal. You know, on the taking care of yourself deal. Yeah. You ain't been sleeping. That's what I said. We, we both haven't been sleeping at all. Stay up all night, and then you go to work at eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it's like I'm. On, it's like I'm. I'm fucking meth. <laughs> it's like I ain't been eating. I don't have an appetite. Why don't you have an appetite? I don't know. Sassafras. Yeah, I ate a little too much of that. <laughs> you ate too much. Yeah, that has to be it too, because it causes bad thing, bad shit. You know. Were you tripping? Maybe. It's a little hallucination. <laughs> I wasn't seeing shit, but I always felt like a different, you know, I was in a different place. Were you looking over your shoulder for that woman that chewed you out yesterday? No. No? No. What'd they give you for a prescription? Cataban? Yeah. Read the rest of it. Okay, I'll go. Her out. That's what she said? Yeah. And then yeah. next time I don't know. When it, everybody's getting ready to go to bed, fucking Simon goes in there. There's only one bed in there. <laughs> mm hmm. So. He's staying unless, there. He, unless he's staying up in the loft, but I don't think there is a bed up there. And he stayed in there all night? Yeah, well, we had him. I'd get up and go to the fire, and he'd come out there and talk and talk to me because he knew some stuff was on my mind. What was on your mind? <coughs> you know, Kayla, and then well, all this shit that's been going on at work, stress, life, everything, everything. Talking about all kinds of spiritual shit, man. So he's got some crazy shit. He's got some crazy ideas. That's it, man. That's all I got. What say you? <laughs> what? I don't know. What questions do you have? I just want you to be happy, man. I just want you to be good. Whether it includes all her or not, whether it includes fucking booze or not, those are all questions or answers that I don't have for you, you know? Uh, the side effects are of sassafras. It says sassafras can cause sweating and hot flashes. Do you have that? You did? High amounts can cause vomiting, high blood pressure, hallucinations, and more severe side effects. It can cause skin rashes when used on the skin. What's the medical medicinal <clears throat> uses? Benefits are improve urinary tract health, reduce symptoms of arthritis, clearer skin and eyes, Treatment of sprains, reduced itching or swelling from bug bites or stings, uh, boosts your immune system, and improves circulation, blood circulation. What's the downfalls? Well, there's there's got to be some bad shit too. There probably is. It's banned. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration currently prohibits sassafras bark 
as flavorings or food additives can cause cancer and liver damage. Consuming just five millimeters of the oil can kill an adult. (laughs) And he was talking to you about, he had a vision that you were going to die. I was telling him about like, I haven't been sleeping, eating or anything. He's like, that's not good, man. That means you're dying. He put that fucking poisonous ass words in my ears and they just, like a seed grew. Mm -hmm. And then it it, it sprung on me when then when whatever spell he's put on me fucking you think he cast a spell on you it fucking came out of me i don't know if he snapped his fingers wherever he was at and all of a sudden i was a fucking different person i'm slowly recovering <laughs> yeah you look like you're uh struggling my friend it's okay it's like i've been snake bit snake bit yeah but i'm coming back slowly but surely once I do, I'm going to go kick that motherfucker's ass. Who's? The shamans. You are? Yeah. You're going to kick his ass? Yeah, he needs to be careful where he throws that black magic around. He's laid up with your woman, man. He'll be laying somewhere else, too. Now you're, now you're resorting to violence? You told me a few days ago that wasn't going to be your tactics anymore. I'm not going to hurt. I'm not going to get him. I'm not going to lay hands on him. I'm going to get him in a different way. You are? Cast a spell back to him? Yeah. Where do you want to go from here, man? Continue what we've been doing. What do you What do you want? You want to be with this girl? I want to be with this girl. I'm going to continue doing what I was go- doing before this girl even came. What are the ta- what's the What's the approach going to be, though, with her to keep her around? There has to be a way to... Well, we're, supposed, we're supposed to go on a date Wednesday. Okay. Maybe see her tomorrow and maybe hang out with go to the date. On a date with her tomorrow... Whenever. Tomorrow's Tuesday. Yeah. I think she gets off Wednesday. She still hasn't texted back. She's at work, man. She's texting me at work. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to be around her up there on that mountain with all them spiritual gurus. There's a lot of energy there. Mm-hmm. Hard for me to digest it all. I think you need to become your own guru. I don't know if the answers, I don't think the answers, my experience tells me the answers aren't out there. They're in here? They're in there. Okay, so how do I do that? Meditation? Yeah. Exercise, eat healthy, get a good night's sleep. And I think you need to go right back to the basics because you've deviated a little bit from the basic stuff. And I don't know if we can get to advanced level self-care without being very disciplined and skilled at the basic stuff how do i keep deviating i don't know how do you do you sit here and you say you're going to do one thing and then at some point you deviate well it seems like the better the bet the more i want to do the better i get the world sees that and throws me an even faster curveball like because it knows how good I'm doing. So the world's like, okay, see how good he's doing. Let me throw him this. See if he test him with this. See if he can do it. See if he's actually, if he actually knows what he's talking about. And that's how it feels like. And then it's like, I fucking fail every time, man. How am I supposed to fucking keep my shit together when there's a beautiful ass fucking redheaded girl comes walking into my life? Or I go walking into her life, whatever. And she kisses me. 
And then she still wants to be friends. And so I was like, okay. And then she's talking about like it might it might develop into something else. Some more something more if we just stay like we're doing right now, just hanging out and helping each other grow and not getting too overwhelmed with each other or anything. But now I feel like I've not held up my end of the bargain. With her or with yourself? With both. It's not too late. That's what I was telling you a few minutes ago. Well, what can I do then if it's not too late? Are you okay losing her? How would you, what would happen if you lost her? It would suck. Mm-hmm. Would you survive? I would li- I'd be alive, but I wouldn't be living. Mm-hmm. Tell me more. I'd be very depressed. Like this right now, but 20 times more. <laughs> You're barely awake right now, buddy. I'm drained. Emotionally drained? Everything. Because you just slept for five hours. That's not long. It's <laughs> not. You know what? Would, you know what? what would make me feel better? Huh? Talking to Kayla, but she's busy. You gotta be careful with statements like that, though, because like, there's always gonna be something that we want more of. You know what make me feel better? If I could just get that blank, fill in the blank. It doesn't matter what it is. It's always gonna be something. Whatever that thing is that you think you need, it might provide a little bit of temporary relief. That's not the answer to your problems. You just told me two minutes ago that... <clears throat> See what happens, Steve. I got into bed with her and I, we was cuddling up saying that we, you know, missed each other and we kissed a little bit here and there. It's like I was in heaven. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt like I had died and went to heaven and I didn't want that to end. And the next thing I know, we're getting up and I'm, hell, I'm in hell now. Why, just because you don't have her in that moment again? Not just that, but the way she was acting after not being able to talk to her much because she was there, but she wasn't there. She's stoned. She was just wanting to talk to her brother and her shaman. Yeah. She wasn't talking to me at all. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to go drink. She didn't want to do nothing but sleep. And yeah. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. At least talk to me, you know, a little bit. She didn't even do that, so. Just like I was telling you on the beach today, it's like those things that you're describing that that you're not happy with her about are things about her that you don't like. She sat around, got stoned all day yesterday, and it we on that audio that we just played, you said she's like this, and you're pointing at yourself because you were all zonked out on the meds. You said she was like this, but then later in the day, you told me she had been firing up some butt all day long, so she was probably stoned out of her gourd. That's what she does. That's what she does. That's her life, her her lifestyle. And so I think that... For me, that's not what I needed. Yeah, I know. But I'm, that's what I'm saying is just the relationship's not about you. Yeah, I know. You can't get mad at her for being the person that she is. You can't expect her to change her lifestyle to make you happy. That's not the compromise. That That's not the compromise that I was talking about when we talked about compromise those days. The things that you're expecting her to do are the things that you would do for a female that have gotten you in the past in regards to like codependency and stuff. Yeah, I guess. I wanted something that different and I got a different result. It wasn't love, lovey-dovey, talky-talky, in mm-hmm. the bed, cold up, holding each other. It was... You've known this girl for a week, bro. Yeah, but why do you expect to have that when the last time y'all sat at this table, y'all were 
air quotes, best friends. I know. I went and they went and cuddled she with her. She gave you a kiss and she let you in her bed once. Now you're now you want her to. Well, if I knew that was going to happen, I wouldn't even went and cuddled with her. Now you want some pillow talk from her. I told you what I would have said to her. If I was in your situation, she said, come in. You want to come lay down with me? I would have said, no, I don't think that's a good idea because of the way it's going to make me feel. And the way that, yeah. And I think that's a little too fast for us right now. Because I yeah. don't want to get too attached, and I don't want to move fucking, fast. You could say no. Yeah, but she sets her herself up to make it fast, and she doesn't want it to go fast. But then she sets us up to make it go fast. But you can set a boundary and say, "No, no. I'm not going to do that." That's what I would do. Well, I done it. Is I did it too it with, late for me to do that now? No. You think that she's she's done with me? No, I don't. But there's a part of me that thinks that. Because she opened that door and you sprinted through that motherfucker. <laughs> I'm talking metaphorically speaking. Yeah. She opened the door with the kiss and inviting you in and you sprinted through the motherfucker because you thought it was the green light that she might have gotten a little more apprehensive because it is not in line with what you guys talked about at first, even though these fucking women are hard to understand. They're hard to read. They're hard to understand. You don't know what their intentions are. That's why I like the communication piece is so important to me because you don't know what's going on in her head. You know, like I'm sure she was grateful for the week that you guys spent. I'm sure that's why she kissed you because she's really enjoyed her time. We y'all went to the lake. We did a bunch of swimming, went fishing, a couple podcasts here, walked around downtown, had some beers, got had some serious in-depth conversations like those are things that females appreciate those are things that many men fuck boys these days don't provide those are things that that dude before didn't provide you know what i'm saying so of course she appreciates that of course that's it's different for her it's new for her but the back of her head too that motherfucker's still lurking around the mountain this other fucking dude that's feeding you stuff is lurking around. You know, there's all, there's like uh, fear and confusion, even though it's what she wanted to do in that moment is to say, Hey, you want to come take a nap with me? Lay down, lean over and kiss you. That's what she wanted to do in that moment. Once that's over, there's still all these other circumstances in her life. She just got out of a long-term relationship. Do you think that she's, healed the wounds of her past relationship have healed absolutely not i mean we heard the things that she said about how toxic that relationship was right we listened for a long time yeah both on the record here and off the record and face to face just chilling she's been through a lot in her life in general you know we don't know what's taken in her head we don't even know what's like subconsciously driving her decision making I think about things like fear of abandonment. You know, she hasn't had a real solid support system in her life. You let somebody close, like, is it too good to be true? I let this dude close to me. You know, everybody else. I think I've messed up too because I keep texting her. And I won't stop texting her. I need to stop. Patience, my brother. Patience for yourself. And just like those, all those people told you, some fucking... If you fear that she's going to leave you, if you fear that she's going to fucking cut things off, she will. You know, it's like uh, these fucking spiritual elitists and shit. These people talk about manifesting things. 
You know, like you, and through thoughts, through thoughts and yeah. shit like that, and like yeah, you fucking talk about um, manifesting shit. If you're rolling around in fear of her fucking leaving, what do you think she's gonna do? You do. you you roll around in fear of her leaving, and so then you cross the line of uh, being clingy and attack too attached than what she's ready for. It's probably gonna end you know but if you so you think i should send her a text message right now saying no sorry that i've been no i would say the next time you talk to her i would say that that would probably be good something good to talk about the next time you speak to her okay you know but i don't know if uh you know hitting her up a bunch of times and telling her you want to talk and this and that it's like it can be over it can be too much for somebody who's still in the grieving process of a past relationship who's still trying to figure things out with you, who's still trying to figure out what this is, who's still trying to live with the fact that, you know, she sat here and talked about setting boundaries, yet she crossed her own boundary that she set for you guys as being friends. She crossed it. Right. So there's probably some guilt and shit in that. Did she like it? Probably. You know, does she want it? Probably. When the smoke settles and you're not around, she's still left with all the other bullshit that's going on in her life. The fucking dude and the shit on the fucking Colt Mountain and all the other, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's still a bunch of shit, a bunch of things that could influence the way that she feels. And I know if, like, I can't put myself in a woman's shoes. I don't know. I know women that I've dated in the past that have been in abusive relationships really struggled to heal and really struggled to move on from what that was like. And there was a lot of like fear from them to Mm. open up fear from them to be themselves much like your behavior. One fucking one asshole one asshole could ruin it for all of us. <laughs> you know, one asshole can ruin it for every fucking nice guy yeah. like me. And you. I feel like that's happening. She's got a lot of assholes that's ruined it for me. It's an opportunity for you to teach her that there are good people out there, that there are people that can be trusted, that there are people that genuinely um, care about her. There are people out there who unconditionally love her. Right? You told me that you love her more than anybody that you've ever loved in the entire world. But you're putting conditions around this love. You're putting expectations of her on this love. You expect her to give your attention. You expect her to text you. You expect her to let you sleep in that bed. You expect her to do these things, whatever that may be. That's not unconditional love. That's not what works in relationships, right? Unconditional love is loving her exactly the way that she is. Unconditional love is loving her whether she wants to be with you or not. Whether it's from a distance or not. Yeah. It ain't fucking easy. None of this shit's easy. I'm no expert. Podcast guru. Why you think I'm uh, off the fucking markets, huh? (laughs) All these things that we talk about every single day. All these, uh, my life experiences that I'm sharing with you. All these ideas that I have about what a relationship would look like, all these 
like concepts, all these, um, I, I'm still not willing to try them anymore. I'm still not willing to go through that because I don't want to fucking feel like you feel right now. I don't want to feel like you felt today. I don't want to put myself through that. No. Right? I do not want to put myself through that. I'm not willing to risk my sanity. I'm not willing to risk my well-being to feel the way that you did, that you described laying in that bed with her, kissing her that day. As happy as you were. That, those moments of joy that you felt, to me, in my life today, are not worth the risk of feeling the way you feel today. I'm talking about my experience. I'm talking about my life. Unconditional love is to say that a person loves someone unselfishly. That he or she cares about the happiness of the other person and will do anything to help that person feel happiness without expecting anything in return. Okay. I messed up on that. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> yeah. I, I love you, bro. I expected a lot. I, I love you, man. I'm not fucking grilling you. I'm not grilling you. No, man. I appreciate it. I need I need your knowledge, man. I need to. I, I, like, you're the only one I fucking wanted to talk to today. I didn't want to go home. I wanted to come here and and get some rehab, man. You can do it, but just like recovery, it takes just as much fucking effort and just as much work as staying clean does. To be that person, to give her her space, to find the balance in what you want from her, what you're willing to give her to uh, make it work. So I'm telling you, the shit that you've just described to me all day long is no different than what you did with these other girls. Is it? It's not, but it, it, it seems like it. What well, feels different. Because you say you feel differently for her. But yeah. the actions themselves are the same. They're the same. And because, here we go, let's look at this. See what happened the last, the last relationship. Get in I, the microphone. The last relationship, I didn't, uh, I didn't, you know, lay in bed with her. So it was like not as bad, you know, when she cut me off. But this, this one is like just having that, you know, really. Messed me up, you know. But yeah. laying in bed with this girl and this chick holding her, feeling her, and kissing her, and and this euphoria of love, and then getting up and being cut off and everything, and just thrown out almost was like horrible for me, man. But it's the same thing as last <coughs> time. Like I was hurting with the other chick, but I w it wasn't as big of a wasn't. Same pa same pain came from same place, but bigger. You know what I mean? Well, hear me out. You have described stronger feelings for her than you have any other girl in the past. Yet you've behaved in very similar, if not identical, ways towards her. So, because the feelings are stronger and you did the same actions, the pain is stronger. The obsessive obsession is stronger. The thoughts are stronger. The feelings are stronger. 
What actions did I do that were the same? Actions that I did that were the same? Well, I mean, just like rushing into things and being attached. There's definitely some attachment stuff going on because you're talking about how she won't, she hasn't talked to you. She hasn't shown you enough attention. It's all the same things you told me a week ago. Yeah. You said that. Yeah. Not, I'm not going to say it's her fault. I, just, I don't know. It's not her fault. It's your fault. It's my fault, but I got invited to go lay in the bed. Uh-huh. And maybe, but... It's my fault because I didn't say no. It's my fault because I didn't. I didn't. You, you, I'm not saying that's your fault because you didn't say no because you could have said you could have gone and not gotten that attachment, but you went and you got because of that because you took that action. The attachment formed the same attachment that's happened in the past, because that feeling that you described at the beginning of the show tonight that you had when you were kissing her in her bed and cuddling her and shit. You wanted that shit to last forever. You didn't want to lose that shit. You weren't willing to lose that shit. And that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Being willing to lose that shit. I'm not willing now. Yeah, you have to be. If you don't, if you're not, life life will fuck it. The, that is the gorilla. <laughs> it's the gorilla. That, that is the gorilla. Life will fuck you because there's going to be those things, whether it's stuff with your relationship with Raven as she begins to grow up, whether it's a job that a great job that you have that you lose in some form, whatever it is, every single thing in this world, that's the impermanent shit that we're talking about. It's all going to happen. You can either fight it or appreciate the time you had it, fight it and feel the way that you have the last 24 hours and today be miserable with yourself, create suffering for yourself or what you just said. Just appreciate it. Fucking appreciate that. Those moments that you have. You know, the shaman did have some good advice last night. I went to him for advice Mm -hmm. and he said, it's kind of like this, Kayla. When you see a beautiful flower in the woods, do you go and pluck it up and kill it? Or do you just look at it and say, hmm, that's a good looking flower and just keep on going? You mm-hmm. know, you don't you don't try and take it out of the ground and take it home. Cause it'll die. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's my <clears throat> But if you I was trying to take it out of the ground. I can even add to that. If you if you wait and you water that bitch, you go back, you know where the flower's at, and you go back and you fucking water it and you pull the fucking weeds that are growing around it. By the end of the summer, come the fall time, it's going to sprout and there's going to be seeds coming out of it. And you take those fucking seeds home and plant them bitches in your yard and then start watering that garden at your house. But you can't do that. The motherfucker isn't just spitting out seeds right now. It takes a while. You got to water that motherfucker. If you don't water, it's going to die. If you don't pull the weeds, the weeds will overtake the garden, the flower bed, whatever. What would be the weeds? Just the things nurture care for you know yeah if she was to be like like wanting to talk to me about something and everything like that that would really that's hurting her or something like like that Mm. and just be there for her i wouldn't even necessarily label the weeds as a negative thing that's just something for a flower in a garden but like just it's a part of caring for okay caring for that relationship Caring. caring so much that you're willing to lose it you know what the shaman said He said, I've been letting my feelings control my thoughts instead of my thoughts control my feelings. 
He had he had some pretty good advice, but I mean like maybe sixty percent of it, but the other fucking forty might have been like it was like bullshit, I guess you could say. Somebody at the I don't know, somebody told me at said I'm his pad one. <laughs> Fuck that. Run. <laughs> he's like he's like, I'm the Jedi and you're the pad one. Run. Somebody told me at one of the programs that they said, um, if you don't like the way you feel, change the way you think. Because the way that you're feeling is a reflection of how you've been thinking how you feel is a reflection of how you've been thinking mm-hmm. so you're not you can't change how the way you talk feel. on the microphone Pull so, you, so you can't uh change the way you feel if you don't change the way you're thinking correct you're obsessing over this person you're wanting this uh, desiring that wanting things to be different so of course things aren't the way that you think that you that you're thinking Things aren't the way that you want them to be in your mind. So you feel bad. Give her the space that she needs. And only you can identify that. Only you can figure out what the healthy balance is. But it, it all goes back to the the hands, the praying hands. Hmm. Healthy, unhealthy. Where are you at today? Unhealthy. No, you're right. Today you're out here. Because oh. you started off right here. Yesterday, whenever y'all was up in that bed. Today. You got to hear. I didn't want to leave. You didn't want to leave. You didn't no. want it to end. So what happened? It ended. And it pushed her away from you. Yeah. And something happened. I don't know what. You don't know what? But something. But does it matter? It doesn't matter what. Yeah, it doesn't matter what. All you can do is control your actions today. Like you, It would be okay for you to say like, hey, Anytime something comes up, like it's okay to talk to me and tell me like, Hey, I need some time. I need some space or whatever. Like it's a, you know, however you decide to like have that conversation with her, it's okay. I'll tell you one thing that I definitely would not do tonight What? because she knows you. She's learned about you in the last uh, week. She's learned a lot about you in the last week through these podcasts and these conversations that y'all have been having. What do you think she's expecting you? She, what do you think in the back of her mind she's expecting you to do tonight? Proceeding. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to do. I know. And what do you think? Do you think that's a good idea? No. But I'm going to. That'll be the last fucking thing that I did, bro. That'll be the last fucking thing that I did. There would not be a chance in fucking hell that I would walk up into that fucking restaurant tonight. You couldn't fucking pay me to do that. (laughs) (laughs) But I want to talk to her. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I'm just telling you. Why do you? Why don't you think she should go up in there? I think if she wants space, she's acting like she wants some space. The way that she's talked to you today, you wanted to hang out with her this afternoon. She said tomorrow. You've wanted to talk to her. She hasn't given you an opportunity to talk to her. She didn't answer your phone calls. She, her actions, tell me that she wants space. Okay. She doesn't. She doesn't say shit though. She doesn't say I need some space. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, am I wrong? You're not wrong. Or do you have a, am I misinterpreting? No, you're not. But the thing is, is I want to just have the chance to tell her, like, hey, I'm sorry for being clingy right now. I'm, or I'm sorry after yesterday we got into bed with each other and things just kind of spiraled down for me. Mm-hmm. So I I was just going to say I'm sorry and I'm going to not do that anymore. But do you think that you need, is that something you need to tell her right now? So I really want to, but I guess I could wait. You think it would be okay if I wait? That's that's what I would do. You think that would be beneficial if I do wait? 
in my person, my opinion, I'm again, I'm not a professional. I know. I just want your opinion. Yeah, that's what I would do. So your opinion is that, I would, even though I really want to say that to her really bad, and to just be patient and not say it tonight, and to wait maybe tomorrow. Yeah, I mean that's she hasn't shown that she wants you to do that. She hasn't shown that she wants to see you or talk to you. I mean, you got to think about it. even before all this kissing stuff. Like, you went from like being friends to the like hanging out up there all those nights. That's a lot. There's no space there, so it's like mounting. It's mounting. It's mounting. And you said she invited you to be up there before, right? Yeah. I'm just thinking that she might be overwhelmed because she just got out of this relationship. Difficult, long-term relationship. Yeah, I just need to stay away for a little while. Because it's not only fucking up our relationship, but it's messing with my fucking head. Yeah. I'm just saying, I just think that I'm I'm just interpreting her actions. You think that's what it is, though? I, mean, I don't I don't know. I, I honestly have no idea because I haven't been there. I haven't talked to her. I haven't seen how I haven't seen how <clears throat> how she's acting. I don't know. I have no idea. Like I said, there could be she has so much going on. Could be the other fuck. Could be the fucking shaman. Could be your family. Like she could be overwhelmed just from all those things. Like I'm not saying that it's that. I'm not saying that's that. But whatever it is, her actions, I interpret her actions that she wants a little bit of space. Do you, would you? I think so too. The whole bed thing last night, leaving and coming back, you know, all that stuff is like her actions. I interpret her actions. That's just me. You know, that's just how I'm, how I, how How I'm interpreting. How do you think she interprets my actions? How is she looking at my actions? I don't know. I don't know. Cause I'm not fucking. I expected her to be really worried about me today while I was in the ER. That's a red flag. Yeah. That's a red flag. That's something that would be like, oh, that was kind of weird. You know, she didn't offer, did she offer to come up there? Did she offer to come see you? Yeah. Like that's somewhat alarming that there was very little concern from her about that. I thought about that earlier, but we got talking about other shit and I just didn't want to bring that up. But I did think about that when I was driving there to pick you up. Most people in the situation that y'all are in would Show up, be there, call, check on you, whatever. Fucking emergency room visits, huh? I got this feeling she just thinks I'm crazy and that she's just going to get away from me because I'm crazy now. Don't know. I wasn't there. Whatever. What you got to do is... You think I'm crazy? No. Right. No. I think I think that all this stuff, all of these things are very related to each other. Very related to each other. What well, old things? The drugs, the alcohol... The women, the, cause I did it. I, we all, I did it, bro. I all the things that you're doing. I fucking did. I didn't change the, what my relationship to females until I changed my relationship to drugs and alcohol. They were synonymous. They, there was no difference. I treated my women just like I treated my dope. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I did yeah. like there was, there was synonymous. I mean, that's just, that's a part of, and that's why I'm saying it's not that the drugs aren't the problem. It's whatever, you know, Learning to live the underlying, the underlying, yeah, the root cause, the underlying thing is like learning how to live in balance, learning how to live in without having 
a, a reward or something right after you do something. Yeah. The program, it says life on life's terms, learning to live life on life's terms. Very little things in your life you have control over besides your actions. The only thing, fuck, the only thing, your karma, your actions, the only thing you have control of is your actions. How you act, how you behave, how you treat other people, most importantly, how you treat yourself. Can I control the way I feel? You can control the way you feel. We just talked about it. Change the way you think. So I can change my actions. I can change my thoughts. And I can change. And the result will be? Change of life. Change of feelings. Change of the feelings towards life. Towards everything that happens to you. I'm no fucking Zen master, man. I'm not no Zen master. And my life just took a fucking tumble last year. I fucking tumbled. But there was five years where you could throw anything at me and I could approach it in the most appropriate way that would cause myself and other people involved the least amount of harm. Where I could handle life's bullshit. I could handle loss of relationships. I could handle death. I could handle losing loss of a job. I could handle a severe physical injury when I broke my leg and my foot and uh, ankle major surgery I could handle I could cope with all of those things it's learning to cope with life learning to apply the skills that recovery teaches us but it doesn't you don't have to be in recovery to do them but the skills that recovery teaches us to the circumstances of your life I need to learn more skills and I don't know like my bank account isn't very full we haven't done a lot to build on those skills. You know, the journaling stuff is definitely a part of that, but like we haven't done anything. Yeah, ever since Kayla well, kissed me, I just fucking threw the journal away. <laughs> <laughs> you, threw every, you threw everything involved with that away. You know, what well, I guess what I'm saying is like something, there has to be something, whether it's a program, whether it's a 12 step thing, whether it's a class at Meridian, there has to be something to learn those things. You know, whether it's a commitment to like, I'm going to fucking meditate every single day. I'm going to make myself meditate every single day. I, don't give a I want treatment, but I can't have it on paper. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you're going to do that. Well, uh, the dude doesn't have record. They don't have access to your, um without you consenting for it. No one has access to your medical records unless you give them access to your medical records. Yeah, but he still might be able to get it somehow. No, only if you sign off an authorization that gives them that. But what if I get in there and they find out I've had extra treatment and they kick me out? Do you want to be happy or do you want to go on to a job that you're not prepared for because you're still fucking mm. doing the same shit all over again? What if it sets you back a year? Okay, whatever. I'm not telling you to go into his office and tell him, hey, I'm going to fucking treatment. Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm not telling you to say that, but I don't think that. I don't think that he has access to anything. You know, you probably already gave him access to your old stuff. How does he know? How did, did he call Meridian for your old stuff? No, I had to do it. Yeah. yeah he made me do it. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. So as far as he knows, that's it. And it's there's nothing wrong with going to Meridian. With there's nothing wrong. They cannot they cannot hold judgment on you for seeking mental health services. Using drugs, catching charges, that's one thing. What I see in the last few weeks of doing this podcast and talking every day is that I think 
the skills that you're looking for are like mental health services, coping skills, life skills, things like that. That's that's what I need, I think. If you had those, you wouldn't go to O'Malley's. You wouldn't drink. No. Every day. Drink I'm drinking from the wrong well. Drinking from the wrong well. Drinking from the well of death instead of the well of life. I love you, man. I fucking do. You're ahead of the game. In the sense that, like, though you haven't seen the results that you're looking for, your vision is there. You're looking for the you're looking for answers. When I was your age, I was not. (laughs) It was a decade later, ten years later. You said, fuck it, I'm just gonna keep on destroying. It wasn't even on my radar. I had no intention on stopping ever. It wasn't on getting help wasn't on my radar. No. Well fuck, we make mistakes. We fuck up. I fucked up last year. Let's go get your vehicle. Let's go. All right. Well, I'm gonna say thank you, Steve, for helping me out so much, man. I don't know what the fuck I'd be be like to do if you wasn't around, man. Like this has helped me out a whole lot tonight, and I could never fucking get past this if I didn't have this, man. Um, I love you, bro. Thank you so much. I love you, man. You can get past it. You can get past it. You will. All right. I just need your support, though. I know you will. I know you'll do it.